So you've got on the one side, you get this song about, you know, a couple who can't communicate and they, the, the lengths that she resorts to to disguise herself. Um, and then on this one, you've got another relationship, but she's not even, she's not disguising herself. She's not, she's just doing her thing. She doesn't care. She's, uh, you know, she's not even trying. It's all, it could almost be like, okay, so after Babushka, this is 10 years later, <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. Rand Tan Waltz. Welcome to Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. I am Cecily Link, and this week we're going to be talking about a B-side from the Never Forever era, the B-side to the single Babushka, Rantan Waltz. talk about the song this week introduce yourself uh hello hi cecily this is keith deweese and uh i've been talking to you a lot lately which is great and um (laughs) i really enjoy that and thank you for having me back again to uh talk about another fun kate bush song and uh yeah rantan waltz rantanning Indeed. So what is it about Rantan Waltz that uh, you really like that makes it one of your favorite Kate Bush songs? Yeah, I really like, uh, actually, I like the sort of, uh, I guess what I'd call the old British music hall style of it. It's uh, very catchy, reminds me of, you know, not that I, (laughs) certainly I'm not as old, um, so old that I have ever experienced a British music hall number, but <laughs> I've certainly seen them like recreations of them in old movies and things. And I love the, uh, that flavor of it, the, the old fashioned flavor of it and, um, the subject matter. And it, it's one of those, uh, songs, um, typically, you know, it's funny because if it was a country music song that told a story, I'd probably not like it. But it's a Kate Bush song that tells a story, <laughs> so I do mm-hmm. like it. And um, it really does, it, you know, I, I could think of probably, well, I don't know country music that well, but I, it's almost like subject matter that co- gets covered in a, like, uh, honky-tonk song about your wife you know, out on the town and you're down and out and she's drunk and all mm. of that. So, uh, oh, definitely. 
Yeah, yeah, it's got those um, characteristics to it. But no, it's just a fun song. I have to say, too, that um, I appreciated it more once I saw the video for some oh, years. Oh, yeah, the video. Well, when we talk yes. about the Kate Bush Christmas special, the only time this song has ever been done live. I know, I know, isn't that? And, and so well, I mean, it just... Um, so clever and so so many interesting details just to the the performance i like the fact too that kate plays with language and she does you know there are a couple of well, first of all, just the, the word or the term rantan. Now, interestingly enough, and this didn't really tie into my appreciation for the song, but my grandmother used to use a phrase that included rantan in it. And oh. it was, um, now her people came from Europe by way of Canada, Nova Scotia, and down to um, the Detroit area. I don't, So I don't know where she might have picked this up, but... She used to say something like, and I really don't know, it was kind of vague, but a bad husband would need a good rantanning. I can remember her saying that as a kid, that he really needed to be rantanned and he needed a good rantanning. Um, and I always thought it meant kind of like a good, you know, talking to about any number of things. I don't know. You know, if there was any one thing that, uh, you know, you might rant a husband about. But I always had that kind of in the back of my head. Unfortunately, I could never ask her more about it as um, she's passed. But, uh, but yeah, so I like Kate's playfulness with the words. There are a couple of uh, words that she uses in the song that I think are very interesting. Like the, uh, um, she's been on the wink. Um, mm -hmm. which to me, I don't know if that's a term for, you know, being on the sly, if it's an actual thing or if Kate just kind of made that up, but that's how I take that is it, she's, she's been out all night slyly. She shouldn't be. She's, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink kind of thing. Um, we won't let the old man know, you know, at home, Yeah. but the man does. And, uh, and of course, there's the famous pick on a dick who's too, it's too big, big for, for her pride. Yeah. And that you could just, you know, you could take in mm. so many ways. Um, See, when I look at these lyrics, like, like just looking at them, like, I get a sense of, this almost reminds me in a way of the handsome cabin boy and the fact yeah. that the subject matter of both songs are kind of body. But it doesn't surprise me, given that Kate Bush listened to a lot of these older folk songs that sometimes had kind of randy subject matter. And I'm sure that that was just kind of in her head as she was working on this song. And certainly, like, as of recording this, a couple days ago, a good friend of mine invited me and my husband out for drinks at a local Irish pub in Norfolk here. And it happened to be on a Saturday night where there was a guy there for four hours singing various Irish songs. He did include a couple of like 
for some reason, he started singing Piano Man, which was totally disconcerting because he was playing guitar, not piano. <laughs> but most of the night was him doing old Irish songs that, like, I'm listening to these and going, I can see where Kate got some of this in, like, Rantan Waltz and some of her other, like, really kind of folky like Irish folk sort of rooted songs like this one that she ended up doing. Like I, I can hear the influence. Yes. Yes. And she's, she's said in interviews that she, you know, grew up listening to sea shanties. And mm. I think that's, um, <laughs> and in fact, isn't, isn't uh, the handsome cabin boy or is it my log and love? I don't think those are really, they fit the sea shanty kind of thing. Um, well, Handsome Cabin Boy is is considered a sea shanty. Is it? My okay. leg and love, the melody, I think the, the it was, of course, I'll look into this more when we get into the episode in like a year and a half or something like that from now. <laughs> that um, the my For My Leg and Love, it, it was new lyrics that her one of her brothers wrote but the music was still the same or something like that i see i see yes yes that sounds right that sounds familiar because yeah i do i've heard other versions of that song mm -hmm. um the more traditional i wouldn't say quite a bit different but i do recall that they are different yeah so but you're right there's that total that old the old traditional and i think again you're touching on the same thing i kind of come at it from a like uh, the music hall um, tradition mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, the body songs, the songs you'd sing for comedic effect to an audience. I think the, the video or the, uh, the performance on the uh, Kate Bush special really pushes it over. You really, you get that feeling <laughs> too, you know, you definitely see like, yeah, this is, this is how one might. Actually, it, I was thinking too that, you know, there's that, uh, holiday tradition of the British doing pantomimes, or the kind of elaborate fairy tales and uh, on stage. And many times the, the kind of the grotesque roles, especially the women's roles, are taken on by men. It's very common for the man, a man to play the evil stepmother or, you know, the the whatever the character is that's larger than life. And mm -hmm. I was thinking of that in terms of this song, and especially because this was first broadcast during the holiday for the ah. December season, that maybe this was a little, uh, you know, a banana wink kind of mm -hmm. <laughs> slide, slide, nudge, nudge uh, tribute to that. Um, the, the drag of uh, pantomime performances um, and again, the song would totally fit in with one of those. It has a, when you watch them too, um, sing the song, perform it, it does have kind of a bit of a, like you could see it in a, a fairy tale kind of, um, setting or there's just something I, I think very, maybe it is just traditional, the, the traditional aspect of it. Um, and maybe Cecily, I don't know, maybe you know this. Um, I know there's some kind of pagan holidays, that's the right word, around the time of Yule and all of that, where it's common for men to wear women's clothes and women to wear men's clothes. 
and I can't come up with it. I'll have to do some read more mm. research. And I was thinking, you know, again, reading into Kate Bush, um, she'd probably be familiar with such things. But mm-hmm. uh, I was th- that that crossed my mind as I was um, recently rewatching the video. Is ah oh, yeah the holidays and kind of turning the you know a lot of times I think the tradition too is you either switch clothes or you turn your clothes inside out Uh, and it might be um, something like Scottish New Year or something that when that's done or something to do with mummers I don't know but it crossed my mind so we'll have to be on the lookout for that and do some more research but um, yeah and of course if any listeners know what we're talking about hey feel free you know contact contact me and then we'll uh I plan to do a, a corrections episode at some point so Feel free to contact and everything. We'll figure this thing out. Thank you. Yes. Good. <laughs> good point. We'll get somebody who, yeah, who I, really knows. I yeah. mean, kind of like speaking, you were speaking there of a, like, like switching roles. I think, I mean, for me, honestly, this isn't a favorite, favorite song of mine, but I do, what I think sticks out for me the most is the way that the I in the song is not Kate. She's instead singing this from a male point of view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I find that really intriguing. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised at such a thing because, first of all, this is Kate Bush. She likes to do things a little bit more unconventional. And honestly, most female singers are never going to sing from a male point of view and vice versa. But also that it is it is a more common thing in folk songs to yes have like a guy singing from a girl point of view or something like that so and since she comes from such a a rich folk background it doesn't surprise me that she would do this but it still sticks out to me because i go wait a minute i don't hear this kind of thing very often and i i like that i like i like it when somebody like kate takes on a role for of somebody who's a completely different gender Yes, I agree. I agree. And yeah, really pulls it off. Too. I think she she really gets, um, at least the, lyrically, I feel like, you know, I can see this man and I can see this situation. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And it's kind of odd, again, you know, if you think about some of those, as I was saying earlier, those like country music songs, usually it's the man who's out and he's mm-hmm. the one carousing and he's the one who comes home drunk and all of that. But here, I mean, God, like the first thing that comes to mind is an old country song from Loretta Lynn, like don't come, come home a drinking with loving on your mind. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, know. you. Thank you. Yes, exactly. And here it's just the opposite. It's the, the wife is out. She's, um, 
she's slinking around and he's left with the baby mm-hmm. there there's a the phrase i love in this open wide mm-hmm. you know she um well, how does it go um she saw me open wide she saw me And again, you know, there's so many tricky little sexual things going on in this song. And, you know, that you could interpret maybe as a somewhat of a double entendre or something. But I I just, you know, of course, it just means like she saw a sucker. She saw Mm -hmm. somebody who was coming into a relationship wide eyed and totally, you know, unsuspecting. And uh, so I think um, it's very interesting. Now, it's something I thought, too. Have you ever seen that? uh, (laughs) Speaking of the woman who's out and just uh, having a good old time, there's that Hogarth. I think it's the Rake's Progress. There's an etching of, I think it's called Beer Street in Gin Lane. And it's a really ornate, very detailed um depiction of london i think in the either the late 18th early 19th century and there's a picture one of the most famous uh details from it is a of a gin drinking woman and she's so into her gin she's sitting on like a porch or she's outside on some steps that she's got a baby and the baby is like flying off of her lap into the gutter and she's just roaring back laughing. And I always think that's a that's an image from, you know, history, from art, from the past that always comes to mind when I think of the song as that woman um, from Gin Lane. And uh, it certainly seems to be, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a common motif in, um, again, the, the traditional songs, the musical songs, maybe even the pantomimes and so on. I think mm-hmm. I think this is, and thank you for making that shout out to listeners because this is where our British friends could really help mm-hmm. us. Uh, you know, I've been there quite a few times as a tourist, but certainly <laughs> 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 not the authority here, but it's uh, something make, that makes me think of... Um, Yeah, just the irresponsible mother. Interesting theme. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, and then, like, of course, like with the title with Rayan Tanning, like, I, I had never heard that expression before I heard the song, but it, I mean, the whole, the whole song, I understand the theme of the song. It's, a young couple, the the woman is getting out, going out, getting trashed every night, and he's left taking care of the kid, and he's getting really exasperated, and that I didn't have to know. I, I understood everything, and I got that, okay, ran tanning probably means that, oh, she's out, like, carousing and getting drunk every night, and yeah, it's it's actually British slang. Ran tan is British slang. Apparently very similar in meaning to the word razzle. It means going out, getting pissed, 
in the British sense, of course, not pissed in the American sense, because if you're pissed in the American sense, that means that you're really angry. God, we are like separated by the same language. <laughs> but the major objective it's, is lots and lots of shagging, probably with a number of different partners. As with Razzle, this slang term has its origins with the Royal Navy, but became more widely known due to the Kate Bush song, Ran Tan Waltz, from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, Urban Dictionary, yes. And isn't there kind of like... This is just my recollection from a long time ago, and I haven't verified this, but isn't there kind of like it's all that, plus it's kind of like like crazy or raucous or just, you know, it, it's not, well, I guess if you're going to be <laughs> doing all of that, <laughs> you're going to be kind of crazy and raucous. But yeah, yeah, that was perfect. I guess Urban Dictionary has really got it. I'm surprised. That's cool that they mention um, mm-hmm. the song drawing attention to this phrase makes me wonder now about what my grandmother was talking about. Like, you know, he really needs a rantan. Maybe um, that he really just needs to go out and get, get really drunk or something and like lose. Maybe, maybe. maybe that could be, maybe that that's it. I got to do so now that, you know, one thing I love about Kate Bush and you and this mm. program is that it makes me always do follow up research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look into this more because um, it makes me uh, makes me wonder that that could very well be. He needs to get out more. And might uh, be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, another thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, just that I'm kind of just in general with the theme of this song. That I, I mean, like I said, it's not an absolute favor of mine, but I like that. What I, another thing I like that I like about this song is that it's. It's meant to be very upbeat and humorous and I think a bit of a sad way, really, because, I mean, the guy's kind of a sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got himself into this bad relationship where she's just, like, running around on him and he's, like, he's stuck at home. Yeah. And I just, I appreciate that she threw in a line, like, if she picks on a dick that's too big for her pride, because that could be taken so many ways. Like, of oh, course, yeah. my first thought is something very, is, oh, okay, she's picking on a a, a penis or something she's out running around with the other guys but it could be something else who knows yeah yeah and it could be like now that, that's one term i've looked up in the past and i know that dick can also just mean uh, uh my first i remember years ago when i first heard the song i thought okay a dick is a private eye and maybe ah. she'd pick up make a mistake it had something to do with maybe prostituting herself and she'd make a mistake and, you know, go after a guy who is actually, you know, policeman or something and that kind of thing. And then I thought, or then I found that Dick can also just mean a guy, a bloke kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and, so but maybe, yeah, exactly. So maybe just a guy who, isn't going to put up with her ways and, uh, you know, knock mm-hmm. her down a bit. But one thing I really, <laughs> this has to have been the single, like if ever there was a single released that talks about dysfunctional relationships, it's Babushka on one side <laughs> and Rantan Walt on the other. Oh my gosh, you're right. I never saw that connection, but they two totally work. Exactly. So you've got on the one side, you get this song about 
you know, a couple who can't communicate and the, the, the lengths that she resorts to to disguise herself. Um, and then on this one, you've got another relationship, but she's not even she's not disguising herself. She's not. She's just doing her thing. She doesn't care. She's uh, you know, she's not even trying to seduce her husband at this Mm-mm. point. She's got just the complete it's all it could almost be like, OK, so after Babushka, this is 10 years later. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. Rantan Waltz. Ah, very true. <laughs> it's like i'm not even gonna try to fool you or you know dress up and you know seduce you or anything i'm just going out and you know you deal with it and yeah and and i always think too there's the poor baby in all of this Doesn't it, the, the video reminds me a little bit too of, and this is kind of like a little bit of a scenario, just kind of dawned on me, um, but from the Punch and Judy puppet shows, you know, and the kind of, you got a baby in there, you got Punch and Judy, and then, you know, you got a lot of clobbering going on and, mm-hmm. you know, hitting with the stick and all of that. So uh, it's kind of like, the performance and the song becomes a punch and Judy kind of show um, come alive and done by human beings in a way. But uh, it's a fun song, you know, and again, I don't think, you know, it's, there's some interesting plays on words and you can take them certain ways, but I think it's just pretty much out there. It's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't think we're we're meant to get any kind of great insight or anything. But, you know, and it's it's interesting because Kate doesn't always seem to want to just entertain. You know, it's just like there's she wants to entertain. She wants to delight. But she also wants to get a point across. And in this one, it's more just like, yeah, this is just a, a wacky thing. And let's have fun with it. Let's just mm-hmm. enjoy what it is at this maybe at this time of year when we're all you know just being silly and having a good time and kicking up our heels so yeah yeah it's a it it's is a, it will like i think that sometimes kate gets this gives off this impression that oh yes i am deep very deep serious artist and yes. i do not have any humor but no but this right. song clearly shows that she has a sense of humor maybe it's a little bit dark but you know what i like dark humor the older i've gotten the more i like dark humor and i can appreciate oh, yeah. that totally totally and off the wall humor definitely you know there's yeah and then again taking that even more so to the performance that's, yeah and the the video is just it's kate the, the way that kate is dressed reminds me of um fiddler on the roof I, oh thank you i was because to it totally has this like fiddler that. on the roof vibe except that like she's all she's got like major stage makeup on so she looks kind of like it's like she's in drag kind of maybe doing a victor victoria thing you know <laughs> totally no it's the cat that she wears it's the beard mm-hmm. 
And it almost makes you take it even another level. Like, is she trying to say something? Or is there something going on? Is she supposed to be like, you know, just a Jewish person in the London, you know, lower class or something, uh, a shopkeeper or something? But no, I've thought that same thing. And uh, it's, it's very interesting because of the hair and it kind of even is a little bit like she's wearing the locks coming down and then her mm-hmm. hat, that particular hat. And if she picked up a fiddle at any time, I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, for real. Yes, yes. And I also like, you mentioned Victor Victoria. The end is very interesting um, when the song is wrapping up and they're descending off of the platform and her one dancer, and I forget which one he is right now, what his name is. Um, I should know it. But he does that very dramatic um, drag uh, removal of the wig. And he does it, you know, like, just in case you weren't sure, I'm going to let you know I'm a man. And it's very much in that tradition of um, Victor Victoria or the the drag shows in Europe where, you know, you have that pulling it off and saying, ta-da, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And I, I've noticed that. I thought that was a, it's a nice touch there. And again, to those old style shows mm-hmm. um, that, uh, you know, I've never seen except in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The drag shows I go to typically, they don't, here to take off you know, like there's no doubting <laughs> but I guess maybe in the 1930s you had to do that you know mm-hmm. just to, to make the point clear so but no it's a fun song and um yeah, I love it. I'll, um, it's a it's a hummable one, and uh, I think that's that's all I can say about it, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that as much as I did. It's, I mean, it's not a song that even Kate has really talked about. I haven't found anything oh. from her talking about the song, and certainly the subject matter is pretty straightforward. There was only that one live performance. There are no other versions of the song. There's no, there are no demos. I don't do the cover stuff anymore. And I stopped doing that after the first season. Um, uh-huh. I mean, this is pretty, pretty straightforward. It's a interesting little song. Interesting little song. And it's interesting because on that special, she doesn't even sing Babushka. She sings the B-side to Babushka. I, yeah, I do kind of wonder if maybe she did this song for this special because maybe she thought it was going to be on her album or something, or who knows? That could be, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was meant to um, fit in there somewhere, um, and it just didn't make the final cut. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, it's... Uh, it's an interesting one. It's fun. It's got its little quirks. And, of course, Kate pushes, puts it over so well. Mm-hmm. Um, she also does some of the... Uh, last time we talked, you were mentioning the vocal. Um, not so many acrobatics in this, but she's really um, having some fun deliver- in her delivery. 
and mm-hmm. you know the swooping and the woo and you know um again pushing things as you you had mentioned so it's there and really quite a bit of attention in a sense just for a b-side you know it's like she I, i'm sure i always feel like she could she probably had so many in her back catalog um or not back catalog excuse me but her archives let's say of you know songs that she could just pull out whip out at any time throw them together get into a studio you know one afternoon let's just do this put it on the back of a bush and go from there but it still sounds good it's interesting um and you know who knows even maybe i I don't think it's strong enough to have been a single by itself or anything like that but um it's a little too quirky i think or not quirky quirky is not a good thing Um, to use with kate bush but just not something that's going to grab people too many people um for the charts but it got out there and then she gave it even more love by presenting it on television so yeah good on her indeed so she must have had some sort of affection for the song to Go to the trouble of coming up with a routine for it to perform on British TV. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, um, yeah, in place of when she could have even had other hits in there, you know, or um, <coughs> some more, more well-known songs. But, yeah, good old Rantan Waltz. Indeed. One day I'll, I'll waltz to the Rantan Waltz. I'll find somebody <laughs> to waltz with me. <laughs> we'll, we'll waltz to that. That's a goal. That's in my bucket list. <laughs> but anyhow. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do any Rantanning this evening. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'll rant in. I'll waltz, but I'm not going to rant in. Yeah, no rant in. No, thank you. <laughs> but I do think we have a couple of things we need to go do some research on, and I do hope that listeners will help clear some of these things up, too. That would be great. So Indeed. Well, I mean, other than that, I think we've pretty much covered everything on Rant and Waltz. Not bad for like a less than three-minute song. <laughs> I know, I know. Kate can really get us going, can't she? That yeah. she can. But please look up the Hogarth uh, Gin Lane for um, that image of the woman with her baby falling off of her lap or being bounced off of her lap. I think it's fun and it might uh, might make you think of Rant and Waltz also. Cool, I will. All right, Cecily. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's always great to talk to you. Same here. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I I really appreciate it. And uh, with that, I will um, say goodnight and enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed. If you have a favorite Kate Bush song or several songs that you want to talk about for a future episode, 
Or if you know something about this week's song that we didn't get to in our discussion, here's where you can contact me. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Kate Bush Podcast, on Twitter at StrangeKateCast, through my website, kbcast.linkmedia.com, that's linked with an E, or you can email me, kbcast at linkmedia.com. Again, that's linked with an E. Join us for another song next week when we will be digging into perhaps the earliest professional recording of Kate Bush, and that is the B-side from Army Dreamers, Passing Through Air, where I will be joined by Christopher Kelly. See everybody next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.